Hello? Yo, are we good? Yo, yeah, finally it worked, man. I guess we had to become anchor friends. But what up, everybody? It's the Daily Podcast, another week. I got this fool on my podcast. His name's Matt Olin. What up, man? What's up? How we doing, bro? Chilling, man. So I brought you on because, you know, you have some crazy-ass stories that you be telling on Snapchat all the time. If people, yeah. <laughs> people don't have you added, they got to add you, man. Yeah, man, that's what I do, man. Twitter, Snapchat, I mean, that's, that's my kill zone. Yeah, that's that's where you thrive at. I, I, be, I be trying to do the Twitter, too. <laughs> Snapchat, I started to care less about, you know? True. No, true. It's just like... It's so, like, you can't discover people like that, man. There's no, like, retweets. You can't send stuff. It's just, it's not meant to be like that. Yeah, I've started to realize, like, uh, Snapchat's just become more of a useless app, honestly. I mean, it's cool, like, to post your stories on there, but you could also post your stories on Instagram. It's like, right, what's right. the point, you know? No, it's facts. It's like, on Instagram, at least, too, like, you can send that to other people. You can, like, build a following on Snapchat. It's, like, crazy. You can't even do do stuff like that. Nah, dude, but fuck that, you know, social media, whatever. Um, first, <laughs> no, nah, I'm kidding, man. I try to build, my, but I just, I talked about social media in the last two episodes, so I'm not trying to harp on it again. You know what I mean? No, nah, I feel that. No, nah, for sure. <laughs> um, but that, that is like where we're basing this conversation off of, because that's where I really keep in contact with you the most on these days is Snapchat. But um, uh, well, first off, I want to start with, did you go anywhere to watch that game earlier? Oh yeah! Game. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Big time red circle. I mean, dollar beers. It, come on. In what city? You gotta tell people what city they don't really know. Oh, Parma, baby, Parma. All right, and why? Best city Parma, in the world. Yeah, why is Parma the best city in the world? I know, but these people don't know. I mean, bro, it's just like it's crazy. People just hate on it for no reason, but like, bro, it's just a good city. Like I literally have Parma tattooed on my chest. You know, it's crazy. Do you have a Parma tattoo? Yeah. I didn't see that. What is it, Jay? Just Parma? Yeah, script Parma. Just like the uh the sign. It's I mean it's the best city in the world. <laughs> I feel that. It's got it's got uh two of everything, man. It's got two uh yeah, you know, it's got like at least ten gas stations, it's got twenty churches, thirty bars. Exactly. Exactly. Twenty four hour Walmart, twenty four hour giant eagle. Like what else do you Exactly. Bro, really we got a Chuck E. Cheese. We got like three chipotles like come on come the on the cheese puts it over the top bro not many cities have that yo my black cat's messing with me dude i know you got a black cat bro. oh wait, he was just down here bro he's he's bugging out i don't know what his deal is it's a black cat bugging out day because so is my cat but um tell me tell me this story i want to hear it again you you started doing some work for your lawyer bro all right so yeah, so this, like, company, like, I, I part own, whatever. We got a lawyer, right? So, um, you know, on, like, a side job, he's like, hey, can you drive this lady around? Um, you know, she uh, she's older, just needs to get to a couple doctor's appointments, go grocery shopping, stuff like that. And it'll pay you 25 an hour. So I'm looking at 25 an hour. I'm like, come on. That's easy money. <laughs> so, bro, first time I ever meet her, pick her up, you know, uh, whatever. Dog comes running outside. Crazy dog with three legs. Just comes sprinting out of the house, you know. I'm lost. So finally, she gets the dog back in the house, and uh, she says, uh, "You know, sorry about that. You know, my dog's a little crazy." I'm like, "Oh, for sure. Like, super cool dog. What's its name?" And she goes, uh, "Actually, I didn't want it, so I named it Mister I Don't Know." And I was okay. like, "Oh, how's it go, word?" So, <laughs> but then she well, has it still. Yeah, oh yeah, still has. She has three dogs, I think. So, I mean, whatever. So. You know, next time I pick her up, you know, it's super quick. We got to take her to her old house in East Cleveland. Um, you know, take her there, move some furniture. I'm actually with our boy, Harry. Shout out Harrison Dillinger. Um, and he's helping me move stuff. And we get back to the house. And, uh, you know, we let her in, do the whole thing. Dog comes flying out of the house. Flying out. And, uh, you know, she's just, like, walking around. Just this dog is going everywhere. It's in the street. Main road right in front of North Wilson High School. Going everywhere. Um, and she just, like, doesn't care. Um, it's, this lady's out of control, literally. Um, you know, we go into her house, East Cleveland, like, the heart of the ghetto, which is, like, crazy. And she's like, hey, I need, I, like, I need you to do something. And I go, what's up? And she just takes out a hammer, straight up a hammer, and just like, I need you to break down this wall. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, like, what are you talking about? Break, we break down this wall. 
she won't tell me why. I break down this wall. She's like, oh, I thought my brother had baseball cards in here. No baseball cards. We just go home. Like, it's out of control, bro. <laughs> Does she it's own out of this control. house anymore? No. That's the crazy part. We go in there, and she's like, oh, man, they broke in and stole the, stole the refrigerator. Uh, was it, wait, what part of East Cleveland was it? Uh, it just, like, passed, like, Newberry Heights. Like, it's not terrible. It's not terrible, but still, it's just, like, she doesn't own this house, and we're just going in there and picking stuff up. They still got robbed, though. That's kind of crazy, robbed for the refrigerator. But, dude, uh, the, the funniest thing about that story is that you're just talking about it on your Snapchat like everyone knows what you should be talking about. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like No backstory, no context. Nah. <laughs> so then I hit you up, and I'm like, I'm like, wait, who is this lady? You're like, no clue. I'm like, what do you mean you have no clue? You're driving her around, knocking down walls for her? And you're just like, yeah, dude, I literally could not tell you who she is. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know her. I literally don't know her first name. It's, it's crazy. And then I'm like, how'd you meet her? You're basically, you didn't tell me the lawyer thing yet. You were just like, <laughs> man, I couldn't even tell you. <laughs> like, dude, it's stupid. Just like the situation they could put in like that. Like, how does that happen? <laughs> I don't know, but there's, there's so many other funny situations I can't think of off the top of my head that you'd be talking about on your, on your thing. You just run into the wildest shit. <laughs> it's dumb. I bet you run into some wild stuff working for Coke. Bro, it's uh, it used to be way worse. Like, I used to work, like, again, like, in East Cleveland. Now they have me working, like, Brexville. It's, like, it's honestly kind of boring now. But, like, again, like, I'm working with Harry. So it's, it's a cake job, you know? Do they pay you pretty well for it to be just so easy, too? No. No, no, no. Like, like we talk to the Pepsi dudes and stuff. They make way more than us. I thought Harry was going to leave, uh, leave Best Buy for Coke. Because it was he did. Oh yeah, yeah, he did. He did, but it's, I don't know. I don't know what his deal was with Best Buy, but it just. I mean, Coke is just cake. I mean, they pay him. They pay him more than. Uh, they pay him more than Best Buy with conversations yeah, yeah. with him. Yeah, for Dude, sure Best more Buy, than Best Buy. Best Buy is some BS, man. I remember. You, I oh, I forgot you used to be there. Yeah, I mean, it was cool when I worked there. Like, it's a pretty easy job. Um, but like, there's way better places to work. <laughs> to, kind Not of facts. The thing is, is like they should be getting paid, paid way more there. The cap is like thirteen for like a normal specialist, and you could be there for years, and then they still won't even consider you for management, especially that Parma one. Yeah, I know a lot of people are leaving that one. Dude, I I, uh, I left, I left Best Buy obviously like a long time ago, like twenty, twenty fourteen. I just kept moving on to different companies and stuff. I can't really say you know which one because I'm currently employed by them but like i started making a lot more money way more than they get paid there and then i, I tried going back because like i had to leave uh the one of my jobs for like a personal reason and then i went to go like try to find a job in my field and i went back to, to get hired by the strongsville best buy and they were like we're like yeah we could max you out at like 1270 and i was just like what the fuck right <laughs> right it's not worth it no, dude, maxing out at twelve seventy, you might as well just you might as well just take that money and go somewhere else. I really countered offered. I was like, Well, what about like thirteen fifteen? And they're like, We'll get back to you in a week. <laughs> yeah, no shot. No shot. No shot whatsoever. Um, so what else you you be up to, man? So you got three jobs and then you're done with college. How how's bro how's yeah. getting out of college? You know, I haven't reached that uh, point yet. Bro, it's uh it's different. Like it's uh I mean, God, it's boring, bro. It's uh. Does it take the like, pressure off though? Do you feel like less? Oh, pressure? facts. Yeah, yeah. No, like you don't have, really have to answer anyone. Like you don't. Like you have like nothing. Like you go to work and then you're done. Like you get that having a job and stuff, but like there's no like, oh man, I got to study or like I got to do this homework. Like you're done once the day is over. Um, I mean, still it's funny. You know, I I have two degrees. And I'm working at Coca Cola. Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, <laughs> I mean. You know, it's just college really didn't, uh, it did it for me, but like, obviously the job isn't there yet with college, with college degree. So, you know, we're still, we're still figuring it out. I remember you were going to move out of like, you were going to move out of state to, with your degree and shit. What is your degree in? Bro, so I got a double major in finance and economics. Um, but like, bro, I just like hate sitting in an office, like desk jobs are boring, bro. I know I got the wrong major to like, be like, oh man, that I don't want to do that. But like. It's boring. No, I feel you because I worked uh, at the Cleveland Clinic and I worked a desk job. And 
sitting down for eight hours during the day and you get like one break. Like to one, do nothing. Like it's one, boring, bro. Yeah. Like I'm like, what do I need a break from? Like I could take my break sitting at this desk. Like this this sucks. <laughs> bro, no, right. And, and you get no physical exercise because you, you, you work like an eight to five and then you right. get off and then there's literally nothing to do. Um after because you get off at five you got to get up at eight again you basically only have till 10 to do something bro bro, right like your work like you're literally like you come home let's say you eat you know you go to the gym whatever it's eight already like you gotta leave probably for work at seven like bro you got like four hours of like time to do whatever you want like that's not it no not at all and now i was gonna tell the listeners this is basically gonna be a little bit of catching up slash getting into the interesting life of matt just strictly because I haven't talked to Matt like personally. It's been a minute, a minute since like high school, man. It's been like a while. Um, and I remember we were planning, uh, we were planning prom camping back then. You're telling me you were gonna wake up and uh, have a bowl <laughs> yes. of cereal with some like some vodka in it, and Bro, shit, dude. It was the uh, God. What was it called? It was the uh, like the fruit Fruit Loops vodka. I was gonna do that with the Fruit Loops in it. Yeah, but um, back then you weren't telling me you were going to do Fruit Loops Vodka. You were literally just like, yeah, dude, I'm a... <laughs> we were in government class or whatever the hell that was. <laughs> you remember that class? Mr. LaGuardia, the goat, bro, the goat. But what did we even do in that class? We just wrote, like, we just wrote Nothing. We, we played Pokemon on like... our phone. We played Pokemon on our phone. That's yeah, all we did. Me, you, Jeff Porter, Stephen Kesky. <laughs> the boys. <laughs> Jeff Porter, man. I haven't talked to him. Same. It's, I haven't talked to him. I haven't talked to him or Steve since, like, since we graduated, bro. That's like five years, which is crazy. Now, you know, obviously I'm best friends with Steve, so I'd be talking to him all the time. But, um, dude, I don't know. You know, it's crazy. We're all kind of doing our own thing now, though. Like, it's, you know, when you're in high school, you're like, oh, you know, everyone's going to drift apart. They'll be doing their own thing. And you you didn't really think anything of it. But now it's like. Bro, because I think it happened. I think it happened slow, too, like. When we were in high school, it was always like, oh, no, like, you know, we'll still keep in touch and stuff. And it was just, like, slow. Like, all of a sudden, bro, it's five years later. And it's just easier to keep tighter circles, you know? And it's like, people you don't, yeah, people you don't see every day. You, you just don't really interact with them as much. It's not that you don't like them. Like, actually, this podcast has been a way to kind of reconnect with a lot of people. Bro, like, all the social media years. like that. All the social media like that, made, it, like, made it easier, you know? Just to be like, you can like keep up with people's lives without being like super close with them. Yeah, man, you'd be liking all my tweets. I try to like all yours. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, but yeah, it's like crazy. Like we haven't talked in five years, but still, it's like the same thing. Just like, oh, I guess my dude. Hell yeah, dude, for sure. I, I really haven't lost that with you because you liked all my tweets back then. You liking them still now? <laughs> you be you be watching my stories. It sounds so dumb, though, you know, when you talk about social media in that sense. But it really like, does keep people it's, connected. Yeah, it's, like, super dumb just to be, like, like just, like, we're all just, like, tweeting and, like, posting shit to, like, just hundreds of people that, like, don't really care. No, but dude. At the, I... end of, like, the end of the day, like, <laughs> they care enough to, like, read it and shit. And, like, that's how you keep up. Do you see how much interaction, like, one tweet gets, even if you don't get any likes? On, or, I mean, like, uh, like how dumb. many views? Yeah, dumb amounts. Like... Um, like you can just tweet something as simple as just like, like I tweet just everything I tweet's dumb, but like literally yesterday I tweeted a picture of like me and Harry and I was wearing a camo hoodie and the caption was like, just wearing a vest out tonight, like joking about camo and bro, that got like 5,000 impressions and it literally got like 12 favorites. Right. 12 favorites. And it gets like <laughs> bro, 5,000, like, like, yeah, 5,000, 6,000 people saw it. Like it's stupid. You ever see some of my comedy skits on Twitter? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, those will get, like, 19 likes. And I look at, again, I look at the impressions, and it's, like, 35,000 people have seen this. So, my reach is out there. Just people don't really be fucking with the content, which I'm cool with because I'm nowhere near where I want to be yet. Oh, you know? fa- yeah, for sure. I wish Everyone's the podcast would pick like up that. a little bit more. But, honestly, like, that that's cool, too. I never really expected uh, – like, I get a consistent audience of 30 to 40 people, and I never really even expected that. Like, think about that. That's kind of crazy. 30 to 40 people listen every week. Yeah, bro, 30 to 40 people, you get come back every week listening for an hour, like taking an hour out of the day. Sometimes two, man. Bro, see, bro, with like, us, 
we can only do an hour because Anchor cuts us off on this, like, phone call here. But Oh, yeah, like, if you're in person, like, bro, think about that. Like, people are taking time out of their day to, like, listen to just, like, you talking with, like, your friends. It's wild. I know Harry doesn't really fuck with it. Do you listen to any podcasts? Oh, um, like, if I know, like, I listen to one with, uh, like, Lon Car. Like, if you got ones, like, people I know, like, for sure, like, I know, like, what's going on in that conversation. Like, I'm for Hell sure, yeah. like, listening to that. Oh, you, you checked the one out with Alex? Yeah, like, I for sure listen to, like, when I'm working and stuff, it's just, like, easy, like, you know, it's just, like, listen to something so it's not so boring. That's legendary, man. You know, it's weird to think that, uh, to, like, think any of your friends are actually listening or watching the things that, you you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't, I guess I just don't not, really expect it from some people, you know? Bro, it's, like, the other thing, too, I think, like, post, like, just, like, creating anything i think posting like it's way more intimidating to be like the, the like your friends be the audience like randoms like i'll post anything and like i don't care what they think but like for like friends to judge what you're posting i think it's like way different so like for sure like friends listening to you it's like it's like dope probably but still like you it's like not like you're self-conscious but just like damn like i wonder what my friends think about this because you actually care about their opinion yeah, and people really don't interact with the podcast yet. So, like, I don't even have strangers really giving feedback. Now, I do have a lot of people in my life that they end up listening to it and they say, you know, like, this is cool. Like, I like this and you, you're good at this. Or people I interview, like Devin Kajust was on here. The, yeah, you know, yeah. I actually listened to that one, too. Yeah, that one was cool. I was a little nervous at the end. I just asked a dumb question. I've repeated <laughs> it many times on the podcast, but where I asked him if he gardens, the fuck, but... Um, I, what I was saying is like, I have people on there and they, they give me the feedback after, but otherwise I'm trying to get people to start emailing in and stuff, you know? No, facts. Yeah. Just anything, just like, let you know what you're good at, what you need to improve on, like what they like, like that's how you get better. Yeah, man. Do you, you, uh, you, are you working, you're still working on the vlog or no? <laughs> um, I mean, here and there, um, like, I probably will drop a video at the end of 2019, kind of just a recap of the year, because that's something I kind of want to work on. Like, um, I definitely enjoy, like, making, like, long-form content like that, just because it's, like, at the end, it's so much more rewarding. But um, it's just, like, super, like, I'm sure, I mean, you can probably attest to this. Like, bro, when you post something like that, that it's taking you, like, day, two days, three days to, like, edit and shoot and everything, and you're getting, like, 300 views, it's just, like, it's, like, damn, you know? Like, I you want more. Own, yeah, for sure. You definitely want more. But I, my my uh, approach to you would be to, to try to not care. Because when I started it, I could say that maybe the first couple episodes in, I was like, wow, I wish this had more interaction. But now I realize that everything in life that you want to be good at is a slow grind. Bro, so, like, facts. a vlog... It's just consistency. You're, no one knows who you are but your friends. So if you're just posting a vlog, your 300 followers, you, you have more than that. I'm just saying 300 people who actually interact with your stuff are going to watch that. But otherwise, no one's going to see that until you start making a name for yourself. No, facts. It's consistency. Consistency is definitely key. And I, I can't even speak from a point of success yet. But I can say that getting a consistent audience should be your focus first. Like right. instead of getting the big views, like, oh cool. I don't know who these people are, but every single week ten people are tuning in to my vlogs. That's right. ten people. Bro, yeah, that's the, the then you just gotta, you know, whatever like you just gotta be like I mean the big thing I think is just like authenticity, bro. Like you just gotta be like true to who you are. And if you do that, like you'll build a real following. And if you engage those people, like they'll they'll spread it for you. They'll spread it for you, and you'll be able to grow organically instead exactly. of... Exactly, exactly. A lot of the times I get guests on here, and I tried... Well, no, before, I used to I used to think like, oh, this, this one's going to get me... I wouldn't get that guest on there for this specific reason, but I'd be like, this one, this one's going to help me blow up. Like, if I got a really popular... No, in for my sure. Opinion, popular I mean, even, even just like... Um... I mean, like in YouTube, like, like clickbaiting it, it's like so easy to just be like, if you have like a big time guest, just dropping that name. Yeah. Like you, you should be able to like, yeah, you just like do stuff for like the ability to be like, Oh, I think this is the one. 
Yeah, like one of my first episodes, um, I started off pretty high because I had uh, your local white boy, you know that guy from Twitter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. George, no hose George or whatever. He yeah. was one of my first episodes and that got like a thousand plays. And I was like, oh, this podcast and shit's easy. Well, then the next two went significantly down in numbers because it, it didn't have that big name on there. So it's like growing organically is probably more rewarding because I, I started off like super high, but now I've grown it to like make sure that it's 30, 40, 50 people. I'd say it's 30 consistently, but then I sometimes get like 60, 70, like Alex Longcar one. I think like all of Parma listened to that. Not really, but like there was like 85 <laughs> It's a big listens. city, bro. Dude, um, I know. I was just kidding, but like, like <laughs> no, I know some of our um, graduating class listened because there was eighty-five people who tuned into that. I was like, "What, bro?" I think I think the other thing too is just like, I mean, at some point, like like you were saying, just chasing after that big name because you think it'll get you views. Like, bro, like especially in just like the social media space, like not to keep harping on social media, but like that can be like dangerous. Just like doing stuff strictly because you think it'll get you like views and likes. Like that's why like building organically is so much better. I was going to ask you, though, because I've, I've asked this question to other people. Um, do you think, like, social media, even if you're not a – well, you're, you're sort of a creator. So you, you've, you've dabbled in creating things like vlogs and stuff like that. Do you think social media has a negative effect on your mental health? Um, you know, I think it can go both ways. Um, I think, like, ne- like, for sure it can have a negative effect because, like – I mean, you even see with, like, Instagram, like, trying to get rid of likes. Um, like, I just think people judging, like, they're, like, basing their self-worth off of, like, you know, like, how many likes does this get? Or, like, how do I look in this? And just, like, everyone's putting on, like, their best possible self for social media. Like, that's just, like, it's, like, dangerous. Because, like, that's not what you should be doing. Um, but, like I, like I said, at the same time, it's just, like, like, if you're proud of something, like, you, you create something. Like, for instance, you with this podcast or, like, me with, like, the videos I put out everywhere. Like, like the reassurance when you post that and people are, like, fucking with it to be, like, you know, what I'm doing. Like, I'm good at what I'm doing. Or, like, you know, like, I'm like my goal, obviously, when I vlog and make these videos, like, I want to make people laugh and stuff. Yeah. And, like, when people reply, like, dude, I'm, like, I'm dead. Like, this is so funny. Like, it feels good to be, like, bro, I did what I was, like, setting out to do when I, when I posted this. So I think it goes both ways. I think it goes both ways. I think I'm looking at it even deeper, though. Like, so obviously there's the surface pros and cons of social media that yeah. that are there. But I also am looking at, I try to build build my brand on Twitter. And I focus so much time on my phone where I'm like... Like you're not enjoying your life. Exactly. Because when any moment in life when when it's bored... Because I, I know you're on the on your phone a lot, which just because based off of how much I see you on Twitter, like I'm on Twitter, I can't be a hypocrite. I'm saying that I'm the same way as you. I think it, it hurts us in the sense that I enjoy life. I love life. And I know you do, too. Oh, yeah. But, but the thing is, is every single time there's a dull moment, I pull out my phone and look at Twitter. Like facts. I think it's everybody, that, too. It's everybody. That's a deeper problem than the likes and the because the from that ass, angle, yeah, from that angle for sure, bro. It's just like the dependence on it, like, um, like you can just like even if like I'll catch myself like, just like I'll be watching TV, like let's just say like something I never see. Let's just say I'm watching like, um, like I, I've been just binge watching Two and a Half Men for some reason. <laughs> Like, <laughs> which is funny which is funny it is funny as fuck um i've been just rocking with it but bro it's just like i can be watching a brand new episode i've never seen before you know it's not brand new obviously it's from 2005 but like i've never seen it before and just like i'll still catch myself like checking my phone and that's just like i'm distracting myself from like basically another form of social media like it's You're television distracting yourself from distractions right. of your normal exactly. life. Like exactly. TV is supposed to be a time to get away. Right. And I'm just like, yo, like, oh, man, let me check my phone real quick. Like, I'll still be listening. Like, no, like, you're not. And, like, honestly, I think, like, I know I've seen your snaps and, like, Instagram stories recently where, like, you've been in the gym. 
Bro, I think, like, the biggest thing is just, like, finding, like, even, like, you're in the gym hour, hour and a half. Just, like, finding that time to, like, disconnect from your phone. Like, I don't check my phone at all when I'm in there. And, like, it's awesome. Yeah, I, I, the only time I do is to post that uh, to post that I'm in the gym, not to kind of inspire <laughs> people around me, like not to not to like brag in there, but like to be like, yo, this is to come on Snapchat and see that someone's at the gym. You're like, oh, cool. Maybe I should be at the gym. Right. You Even if, like you're posting at the end of your workout, but like from the time you get in there, like you, I'm putting in my headphones, I'm listening to music and like I'm just disconnecting from social media and it's dope. It's 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 great because working working out is obviously a great release of all the stresses and stuff in your right. life. But I enjoy so much there's when there's times where I can disconnect from my phone. And honestly, nope. I've had that struggle recently that I'm talking about where I've noticed I've had to, I've had so many days before I noticed the problem that where I'm just like I'm looking at my phone and I'm I'm checking all this stuff and then whenever I reload. Twitter's boring, so then I get mad at my phone because I'm like, I'm just like, dude, why am I just looking at my phone every two seconds if there's no, like nothing interesting going on? And it started to make me mad. So then now I'm having this struggle where I want to build my brand and I want to be on social media, but I also feel like deactivating all my accounts. Bro, that's like it's like the crazy thing, like the two way street for me. Like obviously you're trying to build your podcast, so it's a little more like serious for you, like. I don't know what I really, I I for sure want to do something in like content creation. I mean, like I kind of like I'm harping on this, but just like, like I love making like just like any type of content, but at the same time, it's just like, bro, I'm spending too much time on my phone. Like I definitely want to like put this down, but then at the same time, it's like, but like if I want to do what I want to do, I have to be on my phone. You have to be on your phone. And I think what you're doing, like I try to do, it's smart to build your brand on the social media areas. So letting people know, letting people know that you're serious by joking around, you know what I mean? Like right. people, right. People look at you. Like I look at your Snapchat and I think like, Oh dude, he's trying to be funny every day. I can't say I watch every single snap and you can't say you watch every single thing right. I do. But like, I know that your goal on social media without even talking to you is to try to be funny. So I know I can expect some content coming from you that is, I don't know, like like a like a comedy skit or um, a vlog. Even though you haven't done a comedy skit, maybe that's maybe that's something that you'll do. I don't know. I just right. know to expect something from you. So I think you're doing a good job of letting people know, hey, I'm trying to build something and then create something one day. Right. But I don't know what yet. What also is like funny. I'm sure you can attest to this. Like, if you don't know me. You probably think I'm like a huge douchebag, or just a complete fucking weirdo, <laughs> idiot. <laughs> right? <laughs> just like the worst, the worst possible person. Um, but like going back to like phone, like phones. It's just like another thing I've been like for sure working on. Um, is like like when I'm like with people, just like trying to just like be with people, like not picking up my phone. Like, let's say I'm out to eat with somebody, like, I'm trying not to pick up my phone. Like, I'm not checking anything. Like, you can do that later, you know? Yeah, And I think that's something, like, a lot of people, like, if we worked on, like, would be – it'd be so much better. I think it is something that we need to address as a society because our phones can do so much, and we we love the things that they can do. And we always are thinking of moments to create if you're in that mindset. But I want to touch on – we have already been talking about it a little bit, but, like, how how important – um, is like a creative mindset to you because a creative mindset I think I since I've embraced it since this last year and a half doing stand-up and uh, I don't even know if you know I do stand-up too but doing stand-up no. and the podcast I know um, uh, I know Brian Sternick does it yeah how do you know Brian holy name I was close with all those holy name kids yeah dude Brian is my dude uh, he, he's uh, funny I met him through stand-up. I never knew him before that. He's funny. He's so funny. Have you ever seen him live? No. No, I haven't. But, um, like, I haven't, I haven't talked to him probably because he he's a year older than us. So, like, I haven't talked to him probably, probably since high school. He's only a year older than us? Yeah, I think he graduated in 13. So, we were 14. That's true. Because he gradu- he's, he's best friends with John uh, John Plozeski, who also does a podcast, and yeah, 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 from Parma. Me and him, uh, me and John, might possibly have 
some stuff and at some point coming out. Um, but we've done a couple podcasts together already. But the the creativity thing I was talking on, yeah, I think it's important to have a creative mindset for me because it's been like a a release outside of social media, outside of my normal day to day work, outside of school. What can what can you say on that topic? Bro, like, I think a creative mindset's everything. Like, um, I, I, I just think it's super, it's hard nowadays to not, I'm not, I'm not going to say hard, but I think it's becoming more and more difficult depending on what you want to be creative in. Um, we're obviously like you, you know, doing like podcasts, it's creativeness comes in just like every person you is a guest. Like it's easy to just kind of go off what you know of them and just, that's how you build your episode. Right. Um, but I mean, I'm just thinking like, for instance, like when I was on the YouTube stuff, it's just like being creative in that space where like everybody's almost done everything that you can do on there. Like it's almost kind of worn out. Um, but definitely like due to creative minds, like I think creative mindsets is it's everything like, um, like the company I'm working with, like I said, I part own, like, it's like, we literally are, it's it's in the basketball industry, um, not to go too deep into that, but just like we created a new product and just like every day we're trying to find ways to market it um, to kind of get that brand awareness. And just like, it's so awesome. Just like have a blank canvas and just be like, yo, create something and try and make it a hit. Like, I think that's awesome. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Do you want to talk about your company? Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, we can, we can. Is it, is it not like completely out yet? Um, low key. Like we have like, we're pat we we're about to get our national patent. Um you know, we've been traveling a little bit for it. Um I mean I'll just be brief on it. Like um anyone who's played basketball, like I know you you, you play basketball obviously. Um you know like the sticky pads like you step on to like get the dirt off your shoes? Yeah. So basically what those are doing is transferring that adhesive that's taking the dirt off your shoes to your shoes. So when you go on the court, in turn you're picking up more dirt. Um so this dude, um he invented this for golf. He had like 52 ladies on the LPGA tour um, to like regrip your golf clubs with this spray. Um, and basically it was just like, you know, like the market's not big enough or they want too much money for like sponsorships and stuff. So I want to get into basketball approached me. Cause obviously like, you know, I played like a lot of my life doing that. And um, we invented this like almost like a traction pad, kind of like what, um, you know, the sticky mats are, um, you know, we got like our, our patent and stuff. And um, basically it's like a liquid that like, it's almost like a sponge. And when you stand, like, it gives, like, your shoes great grip. Um, so, you know, we got, um, like I said, international patent this past year. We've been, like, kind of go around Ohio, a um, little bit into Kentucky, Indiana, Pennsylvania, Michigan. Um, you know, we definitely are trying to get our hands on investors and stuff. And then, like, you know, hit, like, big time, like, go to Las Vegas, go to Orlando, Dallas, and hit, like, these huge tournaments. Um, so that's kind of what I'm doing. It's, uh, it's, like, not paying well. But, like, bro, like, to have, like, equity in a company – like, if that thing takes off, like, I'm going to be doing all right, you know? <laughs> yeah, dude. And here's the thing, though. I've realized through my financial struggles that I've had that I don't really talk about much, but um, I've had a lot of wake-up calls in my life when it comes to finances. For sure. Not just losing money, but credit and all that stuff. Um, but with with that, I've learned – that money really isn't everything in life and it's it's barely anything like um, you, once you get enough to have a substantial living that then that's where it doesn't really matter anymore and if you're doing something you love especially like that company or that you in and that's all that really matters so you say you're not making money but like you said what if it takes off bro like yeah i'm straight then so like off that like i have three points one um it just like bro, like I'm 24. Like I got time. Like you don't have to be like in a serious job. Like most people at 24 haven't even graduated college. We're like, I got time to figure this out. Like at 25, I can be like, you know what? Damn, like this company didn't work out. Let me go get a job in my field now. Right. Yeah. Like I think people are just like so caught up in the idea. Like, Oh, I'm done with college. Got to get a job. Got to do this. And then like start my life. And like, I know it's gonna sound immature, but like, just like they grow up too quick. Yes, I'm rejecting growing up, Same. and I'm not I'm not doing it in an immature way. No, like no, no, no. Every day I'm becoming more of a better person. Like I am controlling 
like I've always been great at controlling my emotions and having a positive mindset. That's just something I've always pride myself on. But at the same time, I can always improve in the way that I talk to people in the way that I receive information. So I grow up, you know, but the stereotypical growing up, I've rejected that. And I don't think I really ever want to get to that. Like, no. I'm not even thinking about kids. Marriage is kind of on the back burner right now, even though I love my girlfriend, you know, like we, we've kind of talked about that together. Like, we don't want to do that yet. That maybe after college, something like that, you know, but that one's not as serious as kids. Like, I don't think I'm having kids for a long time if I ever do. Right, Sam, because, like, I'm kind of that way where, like, dude, I don't know if I really want kids. It's just, like, bro, like, your life isn't your life anymore. Like, you're, you're, pat, like, you're taking your time, and it's, like, all devoted to someone else, which is, like, I get it. It's your kid, but it's just, like, bro, you got one life. Like, you got to live it. You got to enjoy, like, this time and just, like, to just be, like, oh, like, I need to grow up and get this job and work, like, you know, 40 to 60 hours a week and, like, you know, get a house. Like, why? I hate the nine to five. I was I was working the you were you were working the nine to five at the downtown job, bro. right? Yeah, bro. I was actually gonna dive into that a little bit. Like you were saying, um, like money, like just being like, oh, like money isn't super important to you anymore. Like, bro. So like when I was in college, I was um, like doing internships, like unpaid, like grinding, like forty hours a week, um, and like my goal literally was to go to like Wall Street. Hmm. And. Um, I know my mom was told about this, <laughs> um, but like literally like April, like I graduated in May of 2018 in April, I literally looked myself in the mirror and I was like, bro, like, why do I want to work a hundred hours a week, be cooped up in office just to make a lot of money? You're right. Like, why? And, and at first it's enticing because you're like, oh, I can, I can make all this money and I can do whatever I want with it. I can maybe create this other things, but the job sucks so much out of you. When I was, I don't mind working 40 hours a week, but when it's at something where like you an office it. job, where, yeah, where you're not really, you don't really care about what's going on there and you have no aspirations to kind of move up unless you're trying to move out and go to wall street and shit like that. It's, well, yeah, it was like, I, like, it was like, like well, I'm, I was thinking about like, we were talking like, like we said earlier, just like, Oh, like you're, you know, it's eight to five. You're going home, get a lift in, go eat. And then it's like, damn, I got to go to bed soon. Like, bro, that's like a 40-hour work week. Like, imagine, like, if you're working 60, 80, 100, like people do on Wall Street. Like, you have no life. Like, you are wasting the prime of your life for money. Yeah, that's and I don't, I don't want to be disconnected from my life. Like, so many people right. end up getting disconnected to their, from their lives. Or they, they focus too much on what's going on. Not enough, not enough people live in the moment. You don't have to be reckless to live in the moment facts it's just like so many people are either just like regretting the past or anxious about the future and they're not like now you know yeah i I see i see that with so many people that we graduated with too and you know what's funny too is i've seen some people we've graduated um with they they have their big time jobs but then they're also in a pyramid scheme on the side like i right that should be making me laugh dude like like, what are you doing you know (laughs) Do you know what I'm talking about? There's yeah, literally. Like, there's a couple people um, that I've seen. Obviously, we won't name drop them, but it's like the Arbon company or whatever. Bro, it's uh, and like what I don't get about that is like how people don't like recognize they're in a pyramid scheme. I don't know. You know, the thing is, <laughs> is apparently the apparently they go after vulnerable people. Some of the people that are in it, I I didn't ever really picture as vulnerable. I guess, but. I guess it's like if you're single or I guess if you're comfortable enough in your relationship to join a pyramid scheme and you're trying to see how it can take you and whatever. But I just, I just find it so funny. Have you ever I know, been I know to I... a pyramid scheme meeting? <laughs> no, no. Thank God. Cause I, I think, thank God. Like I'm smart enough to know, like it's a pyramid scheme. I'm not, I'm not showing up to this, <laughs> but like, I know I haven't talked about like, again, we won't name drop, but like someone that was in one and they were like, you know, like I was smart enough to realize I was in it and just use it as a side job to make money. But like, I knew like that wasn't my future. Like I didn't bind any, like these like cliche, like, Oh, like, you know, if you get to this level, we'll get you a car and stuff. Like I didn't bind that because I knew it wasn't serious. <laughs> Wait, you were in when you said, no, no, no. My, well, someone I knew was like, they oh. were in it and was they were like smart enough to be like, you know what? Like I'm doing this. Cause I'm in college. Like I'm not gonna 
like waste time, like pretend like this is my future. But like, if you like, if you take that mindset, you can actually make like some all right money on the side. I bet. And then it caps out at some point. It caps out. And you got to know that cap out is coming. It's like, not uh, like, I don't want to name him, but like he was smart to know, like that's the cap. And as soon as he hit the cap quit. And from carpentry, yo. So I was gonna say the uh, I got invited to the pyramid scheme <laughs> when I was in like junior or senior high school. I was like looking for a job, but um, couldn't really find one yet because you didn't have experience. So my friend from carpentry, he invited me out to like. He's like, yeah, man. Like all, all they do is they like sell you this product and then you buy it and then you sell it to a bunch of different people. And I didn't even know what a pyramid scheme was yet. But the meeting that I went to, we show up, it's at some weird area. We go in there and everyone's just talking about, it's just a whole meeting about uh, success stories and, and the person being like, you could make uh, $5,000 a week. I'll tell you what, because I make five thousand dollars a week, and that's what you can make too if you if you really buy in and 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 be successful like all of us here at blah 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 corporation. And I knew right away something was weird because after everything the guy said, people were clapping, and just just buying in like it's a self help book or some shit. <laughs> no, bro, they're like weird. <laughs> like I've never been to one, but just like. Like, you kind of have an idea of what goes on to them just based on, like, how people promote it. And, like, I think it's funny, honestly. It's like a cult. Apparently, yeah, there's a... That's what I was going to say. I was going to make that comparison, too. <laughs> it's like a cult because it sounds exactly like there's this place called Zeno's uh, Fellowship Group. Have you ever heard of it? No, no. It's it's out here in Columbus. I didn't know if there was any near, near, uh, near Cleveland, but... I knew you had a kind of a religious upbringing in a sense, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I guess what they do is they, they try to make God seem cool. It's like they do it to all these young kids. What I'm not saying that he's not. I don't have any views in religion. but um, And I know you've probably changed your views a little um, bit. But. No, for sure. Like, my big thing is just, like, I just, like, people ask religion, like, bro, I'm religious. Like, we all believe in something or nothing. And just, like. There's no point in, like, arguing over it. Like, just exactly. believe what you believe in. Like, everyone's religious or whatever. And that's as easy yeah. as it is. But so they make him seem, like, way, way cooler than he, he already might be, right? So he, they, may, they take things and they, uh, they basically, let me tell you, they start off and they invite you. It's like your friend, dude. Like, your, your like, cool-looking friend who's just, like, um, hey man, are you like you want to come over later? And then you're like, sure. So they invite you out to this place that's actually a headquarters. And then you're like, oh, okay, that's a weird switch up, but whatever. I'm hanging out here. And then they're like, yeah, my friends are here too. And then like their friends are there. And then you guys are kind of all chilling, getting to know each other, playing card games, playing soccer, playing this, playing that. Uh, and then next thing you know, like after you guys are just hanging out like 20 minutes in, apparently. They just start reading uh, stuff from the Bible, and they all get in a circle, and they they have you read like a Bible verse, and they they say that God and like Jesus like love everybody, which is true, but they they emphasize it to a point where you feel like uh, they take advantage of vulnerable people, same way pyramid schemes, yeah, the like same shit. Yeah, they like they stretch the truth in a sense because they take the Bible out of context, but in a more positive light. But then when you do something that's against the cult, they'll be like, wow, dude, Jesus wouldn't want you doing that. Right. And they try to get you to move into these like chapels that house like 12 people and you would share a room with another roommate and they would just fill these houses up. Kind of like, did you watch that R. Kelly documentary? Uh, I watched some of it. Yeah. I didn't watch the whole thing, but <laughs> well, what he was doing was way more terrible. Obviously. Right, he would 
he would invite the girls to live in his house so he could control them and take advantage of them easier. And that's basically what this like fellowship group is doing. They're probably going to assassinate me. <laughs> they're, for, they're, they're coming for you because I live out you. here in Columbus, dude. They're they're going to well, kill me, man. Once they hear this, it's over. But isn't that crazy though? It's just like weird. There's a cult like ten minutes away from me, dude. It's just weird. Like I don't get how people just fall into that stuff, man. Like you said, it's gotta be like it's like vulnerable people. Yeah, then there's like my friend uh that I grew up with, he not Harry, but my my one of my other friends I grew up with, he hiked the Appalachian Mountains and I guess a lot of the times it was common for him to run into people who were in a cult and the cult would tell them to like find themselves in the woods so they were like lost in the woods with no one around them for days <laughs> it's just dumb like it's so dumb <laughs> i don't know religion is powerful when you when you try to manipulate people with it i guess facts no for sure but uh what else what else you got going on what do you got coming up in your life man anything crazy Oh, you know, not too much. Not too much. I'm trying to, uh, you know, I got, like I said, with the basketball stuff, I'm really about to pick up here soon, basically like uh, December through July. Um, just staying busy like that. And like, like, I, like you said, man, just like getting back into content creation, just like trying to just be consistent. Because like you said, like we talked about, it's the hardest thing. And just kind of just try and further that. Um, Would you ever do stand-up? Bro, I was thinking about it. It's – uh. It's definitely, like, enticing to me just, like, go out there and do that. Um, you know, I for sure have, like, I literally have a note in my phone of just, like, a string of jokes and stuff that I think I could rock with, but just, like, finding the time. And honestly, it's just, like, I just got to do it. You know, just, like, stop being, like, stop being a bitch, low-key. You, <laughs> you should get in contact with uh, Sternick, and he'll, he'll keep inviting you to shit, and, you, and then you got to go up. Uh, he hosts some... Um... John, well, his thing, his thing on Wednesday, anyways, at Lakewood Village Tavern in Lakewood, it's a really dope environment. It's just a bunch of other comedians. If you could get a laugh there, then you're off to a good start. If you can make I comedians mean, laugh, you can make like normal people laugh like easy. Yes, and it's it's a different type of laugh. You'll notice that they're laughing at concepts and not your actual jokes. But you you know what? Even the jokes that you have written down, they're probably funny. But, um, like, the jokes don't matter at first. It's all about getting your stage presence down. For sure. No one's really, like, unless you have good delivery, no one's going to, like, laugh right. at your shit. You right. know, maybe they will. Maybe you'll start off. Maybe you're, like, more of a natural. But I know my first couple of times, you're just trying to get used to being up there. Oh, no, facts. Yeah. Just, like, trying to, like, yeah, just, like, how you move around the stage, just, like, talk to people. It's just, like, it's different. Yeah, like, you got to get used to it. It's similar to with creating. If you just go up there and finally do it, then it's going to get all the feelings away of like, oh, how would I even do it? Or what would I say? Or what's this and what's that? Uh, it, bro, it's just, it's just like taking that jump and just doing it. It's like, look, like, like, like I said, you just got to stop being a bitch low key and just like, dude, like do it. Because if you do it once, you'll be like, all right, got that out of the way. And then like, you just got to keep building on it. And like, it just gets easier and easier and just like but like not like uh, i mean i'm I'm not someone who has like you know like oh man like what's someone gonna think of me like i don't care what anyone thinks of me but like no, I can't, no. bro just like <laughs> get just like getting that out of the way it's just like just to do it and just like people might think it's corny or like cringy but just like who cares like if that's what you want to do just like go do it and eventually like you'll get good at it Yes, and you know I'll be a supporter, man. If you if you're doing some, I'll, I'll drive in two hours on a Wednesday night to get <laughs> back to, to Cleveland to do your first stand up set. I'm not even kidding, man. If I'm not working that day, shit, I'll I'll take a day off to come up there <laughs> watch you do a set, man. I don't. It's a thing. It's the difference, man. You get you have supporters and you have people who who probably won't ever come out to a set, you know. Right. No, it's true, but um. I mean, it's definitely, like you said, just, like, anytime you create anything, it's just, like, like, your, your clo- some of your closest friends might not even, like, support it, but then, like, just, like, the randoms that come out and, like, think it's funny, that's, like, like you said, how you build, a, like, an organic audience, like, kind of going back to that. Yeah, it's, it's way better to get the uh, random people, 
to laugh. I mean, because your friends, it adds a lot more pressure on there. But I've had Steve at a couple of mine. And the ones that he's come to were some of my best, actually. And I, I got to get back up, man. I'm kind of in that mode where you are right now. I'm back to like, I'm back to like, oh, I haven't gone up in a while. And um, I want to keep getting up there. But I just have to, I just have to go and do just it. Gotta do man. it. Do it, man. Like I said, like even with my blog stuff, like I was doing that. That was G- January of last of this year. Like it's, I'm creeping up on a year here without you doing. Need, you need to get back and start doing it again, man. It's yeah. It's just like, like, like the biggest thing is just like not focusing on results and just like being, cause I posted three and I, I was posting every week. Like I was, my consistency was down. I had content saved up like of like ideas. The biggest thing for me was just like finding people who like were down to do stuff. Cause if, like we hit that age, like, like we talked about earlier too, just like people grew up and it's just like, Oh man, like why would I like, insert idea here whatever i was like planning on doing like oh like we're 23 24 like why would i do that people would say that to you it's just like yeah like they're too busy or just like you're like oh i got a job like i don't want to just get them back to there like it's like stuff like that where it's like super hard to like it's hard to vlog by yourself and just be like like a good yeah, if you're not camera a presence already. like bro it's like hard to like find entertaining shit to do by yourself Right, and so you got to have people to create with. And that's kind of messed up that most of your pe- people that you talk to won't, like, do shit. I mean... Um, yeah, it, it was, like, sort of both. Like, a lot of people I didn't, like, I just didn't hit up because I knew, like, they were just in a different headspace doing their own thing. But, like, a lot of people were just, like, oh, like, you know, like, oh, I'm in, I'm in school. Like, you know, like, this would be dope when we were 18, 19, like, in, in high school. And it's just, like, you know, like, they grew up and they don't want to do that. I don't that mean anymore. to rip on it, but like that's such a local mentality for them, though. No, because uh, like everyone's like, uh, I won't even, it's like not to rip on them again, like, like you just said, but like I think so many people, like we said, just like graduate college, get a job, stay here, raise a family all in the Cleveland area and never do anything else. Yeah, and that's the reality of it, though. Like, if they are happy doing that, then that's cool. But more but power to them. More so, power to them. It's so not interesting to me. Like, for me, it, they, that's boring. Like, go out, try and create, try and make something for yourself, and just be like, not that they're, like, not making some of themselves, but just be like, everyone has their different goals, like we just said, but just to, like, bro, it's boring. Like, life can be so much more than that and there's people who won't even think of moving west like me and my girl we're probably we're gonna end up in phoenix soon at some point yeah i saw you were out there like a while ago yeah i went for a festival actually see people don't even do things like that like i'm not like, concert festival dude yeah like i'm thinking i think i'm gonna go to coachella this upcoming year because i i really want to go to la like yeah dude i think i think it's the coolest city in the world um uh, but yeah it's like people just like even if you tell people, like, um, like I know I, I have a friend who goes to, like, music festivals. Uh, like, she was in, like, Chicago and, like, somewhere in the south. And just, like, people rip on it, like, oh, like, you're a hippie or something like that. Like, bro, it's just, like, having go fun. out and just, like, having fun. Like, if that's what you enjoy, like, go do it. And, like, people, like, there's, like, I don't know what this negative connotation is with, like, music festivals and stuff like that. Where, like, everyone just assumes if you go out there, everyone just, like, doing shrooms and you're a hippie and, like, you don't shower. No, but here's <laughs> like I've narrowed it down though, man. Really, I love Cleveland so much, and I love where I'm from. Um, and I I think the city's beautiful, and I love visiting it. I love I love living there. But the mentality that comes out of Cleveland, I've talked about it many times on here. But like the the essential of what it is is oh that's cool, but like we'll never get popular off doing that. Like, I remember something as stupid as me and Aaron Wolf were like, we're like doing this thing called British Mafia, like rapping. And we were kind of messing around. And obviously we were never going to make it as rappers, but people would just be like, haha, that's funny, but that's not going to go anywhere. And I would just get offended by that. Like, dude, you don't know. Like, what if I actually did put the time in? It's just tried? like two things. It's, it's like one that's not going to go anywhere, but like, Oh, what if it, like you said, what if it does? And two, like, who cares if it doesn't go anywhere? Like, if that's what you enjoy and that's what, like, you're passionate about and want to do, like, 
just do it, you know? Like, I just think it's like, you said like Cleveland, I think it's like the whole Midwest. That's true. That's probably more accurate. I think it's like, it's just like everyone is just so set and like, because I wouldn't even say like it's like small towns where like people are kind of like, oh, like this is my life. But like, uh, like I listen to like podcasts here and there. I don't listen to too many, but like, like if you listen to people who like have like either just like grown up and done their thing like out West or have like left areas like here and went out there, like just like the way their outlook on life, like everything is so much different out there. Yeah, and I'm not even location based, but mindset too. I obviously know it's mindset. It's just like, like yeah, I think like so many people. It's just like if you're you're like you're kind of stuck in that like, like Midwest, even like the Northeast. Like, it's like that hustle, like grind. You're never you're never gonna make it off a podcast. Well, cool. One day I will, dude. This is it's like it's like everyone just like so set like just like grind, do this, do that, and like just like live like a straight and narrow life. Where like you go out and like. It's just like a mindset, like you said, just like, and I think like LA specifically, like, it's like the mindset's so different. Like people know just like, they're just like doing their thing and no one cares. Even, um, even out here in Columbus, man, like everyone, like Columbus is not a better city, but it's a more like Cleveland's better for entertainment and possibly living. Well, I don't know. Like I love living there, but I would say if you. I'm talking about living in the sense of people who might want to like raise a family. Columbus is probably better too, but there's actually more diversity here in a sense because of Ohio state. And um, the people here all kind of have like side projects, which is really cool. It's also important to work somewhere where like everyone kind of has side projects too. Like the employer I'm at, you probably know who they are or know that I've worked there before. Well, I'm back there. But basically, the phone you're holding plays into where I work. Yeah, yeah, I, I had an idea. Okay, cool. So there, everyone kind of has, like, um, their their side projects, too. And see, those people that would tell you, like, oh, I can't be in this vlog because it gets back to my work. Well, you simply, if you don't mention your work, but your work happens to see it, there's nothing they can do about it. <laughs> You didn't say right. anything negative. You didn't mention your work. Yeah, no, for sure. It's just like little stuff where it's just like all like, like even, I mean, it's just kind of like the whole, I mean, and you've seen it on Twitter. Like, I mean, I've, trust me, I did some dumb shit when I was in high school and tweeted some horrible things. And it's just like the cancel culture where it's like, oh man, like, like, oh, like you tweet, like this, like you can't joke anymore where it's like, if you joke, it's just like, oh, like you know like that's not a good impression on us and like your job takes offense to that it's just like shit like that where it's just, like dumb you know like like you said it's just important to have a side project and just be like do what you got to do to like make ends meet but still be working on something in the meantime that you're passionate about that you want to take further yes and the thing with the joking though like even with the cancel culture I think people are tiptoeing around it too much. Like, I think you can make jokes as long as you don't say stuff that's, you know, racist, right. sexist, or right. shit like that. Shit then like that. You should be fine. You know, like people try to cancel you off some dumb shit, but that's the that's the uh, radicals of the cancel culture. Oh, facts. I think, facts. I think I'm part of the cancel culture in a light way, where if people do something that they deserve to be canceled, but people also, no, for sure, for sure. There's like, yeah, I think that's a big thing too. Like there's for sure. Like I get the cancel culture. Like if shit's like bad, but like, bro, like second chances, like if you like, if you find like, you see a lot with like athletes and just like shit from like when they were like 16 years old, like, bro, let's give someone a second chance here. I agree. It does depend on what they said. Right. Like, I know Nick Bosa had some crazy shit that, like, he probably still feels that way about. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It depends how recent it is. But, like, especially just, like, like, bro, if they were 14 at the time and now they're 23, like, you grow up. Yeah. Like, like life, life changes and, like, you realize stuff and, like, you learn that, like, why that mindset was, like, toxic. 
I think society and is starting to correct itself, though. I think so, too. Like, we had that huge outburst, and now it's kind of more second chances or people trying to cancel someone, and then and then the majority come in and say, no, that's stupid. Yeah, like, like take why a step we back. To, yeah, like, why are we even trying to cancel them based on that? Bro, so yeah, because think- the other thing, too, even speaking about, like, stand-up comedy, just, like, it's a hard time to be a comedian. But it's also – it is a hard time to be a comedian, but only if you let it be. Like, right. Like, people tried uh, canceling Dave Chappelle. Only writers did. Majority of the public loved those specials. Right. Right. So it's like it, – it depends. I think it's also a good escape still. Like, um, when I seen Rogan, he came to Columbus last year. When I seen him, he had a lot of things that kept us on our toes, but he did it on purpose. And then he would – he would correct it with the next joke. So he would just keep going back and forth. Like, he'll be talking about how, like, I love women, you know, and all this stuff. But he would say it in a not a condescending tone. And then he would just roast women, the next joke. And then he would say something nice. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he goes back, back and, and forth, forth or he'll roast the guys after. And I think it's important to, like, not not really be scared of anything. Yeah. Just be mindful. Mindful, for sure. And just like, like you said, just going after everyone equally. It's just like, you know, instead of harping on one thing, it's just like being like, yeah, just be mindful of like what you shouldn't say, but at the same time, like, you know, say what's funny. Dude, do people in Parma still all say the N-word? Oh, yeah. <sighs> That's it, not uh, cool, man. Nah, it's just, um, I think that's like another growing thing too. It's just like, Maybe we should have all grown out of that by now, dude. Like, I grew out of that. Like, I used to say it all the time when I was a senior. Um, and then I grew up, man. Once I graduated, yeah. like, I realized, oh, this is not cool to say. And we didn't grow Bro, up by it's, many um, people. And now I know it's an issue. Yeah. And I just think, too, it's like, um, like, I mean, I was in that same boat. Like, when we were in high school, I mean, like, you just said it. And you didn't really think about it. But, yeah. like. Once you like, uh, dude, just like it's insane to me. Just like in five years, and I'm sure you can attest to this too. Like, how much I've like grown up mentally. Yeah, and but then I'm saying like so many other people haven't though, and I'm not really, I don't really know who I would single out in that point. But like I said, I knew a lot of people still from back home are still out here just saying this word like it doesn't even mean anything. Yeah, but also, isn't hasn't it been so weird? to find out how many people we've grown up with are like current sort of like prejudiced, racist people. Not maybe not yeah. your friends, but like people. You yeah. Didn't really like you, like you, racist, yeah, you'll, yeah. You'll see shit on like social media and stuff. And it's just like, it's like wild. Like I just don't understand it. It's weird, but I guess it makes sense. Like I always thought Parma was a lot more diverse, but when I look back at it, there wasn't that many that much diversity there no no yeah you for sure like you think it's like such a big city you're like oh man like it's gotta be diverse like that but like it really isn't no not at all hey listen man we're coming to the end here uh i want to know what's what's the social media we can find you on what's the snap we can listen to the funny videos on um yeah so uh if you look me up on twitter it's the maddie ice uh Instagram, Matthew Olin, um, Snapchat, Matty Olin. Um, I really got to work on getting those all synchronized and being the same. Um, yes. Because <laughs> they're all like just Especially radically different. be a creator. Right. <laughs> right. They're all radically different. Um, but I know for sure, just, you know, uh, YouTube, you know, Matt Olin. Um, that's where I for sure want to start doing more on. Um, I think eventually, too, maybe TikTok. Like, I think that is, like, a huge space to, like, start up in. Yo, follow me so, on there, bro. <laughs> yo, we'll exchange follows. We'll exchange follows. Um, I'm on there, but, like, all my videos are just really dumb. But um, for sure, Same. I think that's, like, not, like, the new Vine, because nothing will be like Vine. But um, no, I've been it's, like, a platform. This, it's, like, a platform you can for sure, you know, build, like, a following on. I, to to attest to that, I posted, like, Every video I've posted has gotten more views than the last one. And, like, one time I had 
like 2,000 views with like 30, no, like 200 likes on it. Like just off some dumb shit. If I really try, I I could do some cool shit on there, but I just haven't really been consistent with it. But yeah, I'm, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta dive more into that. Like figure out, like, cause like there's like so many features and like effects you can do on there that like makes editing way easier. Um, so I definitely want to dive into that a little bit more. Um, like I said, we should, like we just gotta do it, you know. Um, yeah, gotta stop talking about it. Start doing it. Right. No, for sure. I'll probably start. Like I said, start getting into that a little bit. Um, like for like short, short length, like content, and then for sure, just like I said, I think uh, I'm gonna end the year with the YouTube video, and then hopefully do a little bit more in there. Um, I'm not sure. Gotta change that verbiage. You are gonna do more. <laughs> right. Right. All right. Listen, you can follow me. On, I think on pretty much everything it's progress daily, but then on Instagram it's progress underscore daily. But other than that, thanks for being on, man. Hey, no, appreciate you having me. This was dope. We kind of hit a lot Owen. of angles here. Hit a it lot was, of angles today. I didn't really know what to expect going into it, especially since our history is mainly just 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 been friends. Um, but that was a pretty dope podcast, and I hope everyone listening enjoys it. And we'll see you next week. I'll uh, hit you up on Snapchat to go over everything we just talked about. Yep. Deuces. All right. See you, man.